the Art of Leadership Network. Well, hi, friends. I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, and this is the Lead Culture Podcast, where I coach you to lead yourself well so you can lead others better. My team and I at the Foresight Group are committed to building confident leaders, extraordinary teams, and thriving cultures. Each week, we'll take a deep dive into a leadership or culture topic that will give you the tools you need to lead with clarity and confidence and build a thriving team. So today, we're going to talk about this topic of culture. First and foremost, because Culture Conference is back on August 10th this year. And so I want to give you a little bit of a peek of what we're doing with that. And then I want to talk about some practical ways that you can help build the culture that you want for your team. Did you know that according to builtin.com, 88% of employees believe a strong company culture is key to business success or organizational success, whatever type of organization you're a part of. 88% of employees believe a strong company culture is key. I was on a call earlier today with a team that I'm doing some work with, and uh, I was working with a different set of leaders within their organization. And so I was doing some introductions, like getting to know their team a little bit. And I asked them, what's one of your favorite things about your company? And you guys, every one of them talked about their company culture. They talked about how well their staff are cared for. They talked about just how intentional the leaders are in uh, in supporting their staff. They all talked about like the things we wish for and hope for in the organizations we're being a part, we're a part of. And here's the thing, you guys, this is one of the fastest growing organizations that I've ever worked with. Like they are on a rocket ride of growth. So it's not like they're not like working hard or hyperproductive or even like, you know, hustling pretty hard, which I know that hustle word has actually got some, you know, good and bad connotation depending on the culture that you're in. So here was an organization, here was a team that is working really hard, is doing really good work. Like they are they are on their toes, so to speak, in, in producing good work and, and contributing at a high level. And yet their leaders, their organization has been really intentional in communicating that they're all about people. They talked about it being a warm place to work, a values-driven organization. They loved the culture. They loved how uh, empathetic everybody is. They love that leadership does everything right for the employees. That was some of the language they used. And I was so inspired because those are the cultures we want. And so that is what I so want to help equip you to do is to build cultures like that. Cultures where we're accomplishing the mission. We are seeing momentum towards that mission. And we're doing the very thing that we feel excited and called to. And yet we're building a team that feels valued and appreciated and supported in that process. And I think it's possible. So uh, first, let me tell you more about Culture Conference. It is a free digital conference designed to help you build thriving teams, cultivate inspiring workplaces, and achieve your mission. Guys, we have an amazing speaker lineup again this year. This is the third year that I and my team at Foresight 
have run the culture conference. And every year I love the lineup. I think we always have an amazing group of people. This year it includes Pat Gelsinger, who is the CEO of Intel. Pat attended um, Menlo Church when I was on staff there. And I loved how intentional Pat is at sharing his faith, being clear about how his faith informs who he is as a person and as a leader, and uh, just how he shows up as a phenomenal CEO, and yet his faith is such a core grounding principle for him. So we're going to hear from Pat Gelsinger. We're going to hear from Valerie Burton. She is a life strategist and best-selling author. She's also one of the Maxwell team speakers, and Valerie is just a phenomenal coach, speaker, and leader. Josh Howerton, who is the senior pastor of Lake Point Church, and uh, New York Times bestselling author John Acuff, who I'm sure you are familiar with as well. And then we have a host of others, including my good friend Annie F. Downs and several other amazing speakers on this year's lineup. Uh, culture isn't something that happens overnight. You know this, right? You've been a part of good cultures. You've been a part of bad cultures. And it doesn't happen overnight. It's shaped over time through relationships, clear communication, and intentional leadership. So at Culture Conference 2023, you'll learn what it takes to be the leader who develops healthy, functioning teams of people who serve your organization's members with heart. They serve with heart. Culture Conference is about people so that we can be for people. So I want you to go to cultureconference.org right now and get registered. Register your team, register uh, yourself, pass it on to another leader that you think would appreciate it. Because here's the thing, you guys, because of our partners and sponsors, it is free to you uh, the day of the event. So you can sign up free to be a part of it the day of the event, or you can also upgrade to the Culture Conference All Access Pass, which gives you extended access. It's like $39 for the extended access, and then you can use it as ongoing training for your team. You get a, a team workbook, and a bunch of other free or extra freebies that come along with the upgraded all-access pass. So go to cultureconference.org to check that out so you can join us in learning how to build a thriving team, cultivate an inspiring workplace, and achieve your mission. That's Culture Conference. I cannot wait. But today, let's just talk a little bit about one of the simple things, not simple, um, maybe simple in spirit, but uh, it requires intentionality in implementation. Let me say it that way. But I want to talk about how we shape our values and behaviors to influence culture. So here's my question for you to kind of get this conversation started today. How does your team behave? How does your team behave? When you think about that question, what comes to mind? Are they fun? Are they serious? Are they um, sneaky? Are they suspicious? Are they uh, honest? Are they forthright? Do they do what's expected or do they go above and beyond, right? So how does your team behave? Some of those behaviors can be positive. Some of those behaviors could be negative, but maybe just scribble down a few things that come to mind as you, as you hear me say, how does your team behave? Now, it's kind of an odd question in some ways because sometimes the word behavior feels pejorative, but just how do, what do they do? How do they act? How do they behave? But I want you to think for a minute about those behaviors. What do they do that they love, right? What do they do that you love, right? Like what are some of those behaviors that you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful 
my team behaves this way? What do they do that frustrates you, right? I kind of annoys me quite a bit that my team does this, right? Um, what do you wish they did differently, right? What do you wish they, how do you wish they behaved a little differently? Those are some questions to get you thinking. What do they do that you love? What do they do that frustrates you? What do they do that you wish they did differently? And so this just starts to get you thinking about the everyday interactions, the everyday behaviors of your team. Are they attentive and responsive to the people you serve, whether it's congregants or customers? Do they actively bring solutions or just complain about the problems? Do they support one another and work together? Or are they territorial and a bit competitive, right? Like, what are some of those behaviors? And maybe it varies by uh, department. Maybe it varies by team member. But by and large, I bet you've got some behaviors that are pretty common within your organization. So this analysis of how your team behaves gives you clues as to whether the culture you're hoping to create as a leader is really being lived out by your team right? Like there's a culture you hope for. There are behaviors you kind of hope for or even expect. And when those aren't met, it's a little bit frustrating, isn't it? So as you analyze some of the behaviors of your team, it gives you clues as to whether the culture you're hoping to create as a leader is really being lived out by your team. Because culture ultimately is created by our values multiplied by our behavior. Like we might say we value something, but how we actually behave is really shaping the culture. And so we want to get those things aligned, like the things that you value, the things that are important to you as the leader, the things that are important to you as a whole team, those values, we need to make sure that how we're actually behaving are synced up, that there's alignment between those two things. And so I'm suspecting that most of you have given some attention to values. This is not an uncommon uh, organizational characteristic, right? Like, Mission, vision, values. We talk about those things a lot. So I bet that you've given some attention to values. Many of you may have stated organizational and or staff values, so you've done some of that work. But from a lot of you and from a lot of the clients we've served, I hear frequent frustration that your team doesn't really live out those values, right? Like I was talking to an organization today that we're going to do a culture workshop with them later in the year. And my question was, do you have values? And he was like, yeah, we have them, but I'm not really sure, like, we don't really live by them. They're not really operationalized. They're good. They're not, they're not a bad set of values. We just haven't really lived into them. And so that's one of the things that we're going to do in the culture workshop with them is pull those values back out and go, okay, how do we make these really come to life? First, are they the right set of values? But now how do we make these values come to life? Because most of you, your team doesn't really live them out. You did them in an exercise. You did them in a one-day off-site. So you did some work around them, but that was kind of the end of it. Eh, maybe you got a designer to do some cool artwork, hang them on the wall. You did some wordsmithing. So maybe you took it a little bit further and did some work around that. You probably spent a little bit of time and you maybe even spent some money um, spending a, a day off-site doing those things. But then beyond maybe some initial next steps, you really didn't take them any further. Um, and so as a result, nothing has changed, right? You, you did some of that initial work, you defined some values, put some fun language around them, maybe even did some artwork, and then you got distracted and you went on to the next thing. I get it, like that's, that's not uncommon. And so I want you to just, I wanna give you a couple ways to begin to think about 
those values a little more intentionally. Like I'm a big believer in that the clearly defined values and building what we call a values grid actually uh, begins to set the structure or set the framework for your culture. Remember, your values multiplied by how you behave really is shaping your culture. And so the clearer you get about those values, the more specificity, the more um, detail you put around them, the more you equip your team to actually live into them. See, culture is more of what you do rather than what you say, right? So you said, um, these are our values, everybody, woohoo! And then you went on behaving the same way, right? So culture is what you do, not so much what you say. And so this is often where your culture work gets stalled. You get excited about shaping your culture, you define the values, and then we don't take them a step further. And then that culture work, that aspiration that we've defined for our culture, it kind of gets stalled. So it's important to create those statements to define those values, um, but we've got to move beyond that. We can't stop there. The hard work and the most essential work is shaping our behaviors to reflect those values. And if you know anything about change management, like behavioral change is difficult change, right? It takes intentionality. It takes my one of my favorite phrases, patience and persistence. And so there's some intentionality we've got to put to actually define those behaviors in alignment with those values and build some infrastructure so that they show up with regularity and really start to become a reflection of who we are. So that challenge is to translate your values into behaviors. So I want to give you just a couple things to be thinking about today. I could overwhelm you with a whole process and a whole system. That's what we do in our culture workshop. So I'm not going to do that in a podcast today. I'm going to give you just a few things that I want you to do this week to work towards that goal of turning your values into behaviors, okay? So here's some things I want you to do. First, I want you to spend a few minutes with your values. So I'm assuming you have some. If you don't have some, that's another conversation and we can dig into that. But assuming you have a set of values, and if you don't have a set of values, I would even say, hey, what's really important to me as a leader? And write down five things that come to mind and just start with that, okay? So even if you haven't formal formally done a process of defining values, just sit down and go, hey, what are some of the most important things to me that I really want everybody to value on my team? And then work from that. Um, If you already have values, use those. So spend a few minutes with your values and define behaviors that you would like your team to display that would be consistent with those values. So let me give give you an example. One of our values is self-leadership. Like here at the Foresight team, it's like we, you, you've heard me use the phrase all the time, lead yourself well to lead others better, right? Like we know we've got to lead ourselves well in order to invest in other leaders in an effective way. And so self-leadership is a value. So one of the behaviors is that we are all intentional to keep learning and growing. So the question being, what are you doing to keep learning and growing? And that shows up by way of What kind of certifications are we doing to stay sharp and to stay trained in the work that we do? Um, We do monthly group coaching calls with our coaches, like our group of coaches is getting coached every month where we're learning and growing together. So we're leading ourselves well so we can lead others better. So what are those behaviors? Just two or three on each value that you're like, you know what, if every one of my team did these things, they would... um, they would model this value better. They would be living into that value more specifically. So define a few behaviors. 
Secondly, be on the lookout for staff who are behaving according to the values. So maybe you have some values, whether or not like, you know, you've kept them very prominent, but I suspect you've got some team members who actually are reflecting those values. So I want you to be on the lookout for those team members who are actually behaving according to the values and thank them both privately and publicly for how they're modeling your values, right? So thank them privately. Hey, I really appreciate the fact that you are so intentional in your communication because communication is a big value for us. And I really appreciated how thorough you were in equipping the team for this project, right? A hypothetical scenario, but you get it, right? So thank them privately so they hear that very specific um, praise and, and, and an honest reflection of your appreciation for it. And then also do it publicly because you want the rest of the team to see, hey, this is what it looks like to succeed here. This is what it looks like to really live into our values and reflect the best of our culture. And so in a staff meeting or something, hey, I want to just call out Sue because she did such a fantastic job communicating all the details we needed. And that really reflects our value of collaborative communication, whatever that might be, right? So define those behaviors, be on the lookout for a staff person who is reflecting those values and thank them. And then third, consider how you as the leader can model the values you aspire to. So are you behaving according to those values, right? Like, how are you doing in reflecting those values? You guys, I've got to be honest. I We have this value of self-leadership, but I have to be really intentional to hold myself accountable to that because I will violate some of my principles around it. Like, I will work a little too hard or a little too long. I will sacrifice some of my... Um, uh, the time to, like, rejuvenate um, because I can overwork. And so you've got to take an inventory of how am I doing as a leader to model the values that we aspire to, right? So culture is best embraced when it is first modeled by the leader. So you've got to make sure you're doing a good job of modeling the behavior that you want the rest of your team to reflect as well. So that's what I want you to be thinking about this week is that your values multiplied by your behavior is shaping your culture. So Pull out those values and define some specific behaviors. Hey, this is what this value looks like in action. Secondly, look for some staff members who are behaving according to those values already and thank them publicly and privately. And then third, take some inventory. How are you doing in modeling those those values, right? What could you do better to model those values well so that you're really uh, projecting that example for your team? That's a simple way. I, I told you earlier, might be somewhat simple, but it is a little, take some intentionality in the application. So give that some thought this week. Make sure you get registered for Culture Conference. Go to cultureconference.org and get registered. Um, it's August 10th. Get it on your calendar. I recommend, like it, so it's a three hour conference from 1 to 4 p.m. Eastern time. Mark your calendar out. Do a half-day thing with your team, like order lunch in and have your team sit together and watch Culture Conference together and to spark conversation and ideas around, hey, how do we reflect the best of who we want to be? Learn and grow together. It's a fabulous practice in shaping the culture that you want for your team. Okay, that's my encouragement for you today. I want to know, what did you think of this episode? Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at Get Foresight, G-E-T, the number four, S-I-G-H-T. Uh, or you can find me at Jenny Katrin, J-E-N-N-I, 
C-A-T-R-O-N. I would love it if you would share this episode. Maybe it was helpful. Maybe it sparked some ideas. Maybe you want to share it with your team. And if you haven't done it yet, would you leave us that five-star review letting us know that, hey, I love listening to this podcast. That'll help others know that it's a great resource as well. All right, my friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for being intentional about leading culture. It matters. It's important. And uh, I would encourage you to keep leading well. And we'll see you next week.